God's Children, A Little Broken Things by Arinze Ifea Kando. I remember when I was still a teenager, like in my early teens, I would like a boy or write love letters, and, but I would still go and be like, God, why am I, why am I in love with this boy? Please change me, yeah. Lord Jesus. You know, yeah. and like putting yourself through unnecessary guilt and unnecessary shame. Yes. And so when I had come out of all that, there was like a lot of rage. This is our latest selection. It's the fourth selection from today's book club. I have felt like people have always related to my stories, mm. right? I had like friends who were at least, you know, quite kind of homophobic the very first, you know, uh, my first encounter with them. And then mm. they read some of my stories and they're like, mm, why is this boy talking to this boy and telling him I love you? But then, um, I understand, but why did this boy break up with him? I want to read the next one. When will you write the next one? You know what I mean? Like, so that, like, I've, al I've always had that sense right. that stories, at least um, when told honestly, will be able to reach the people who they need to reach. A mentor of mine recommended and said, you know, it's a collection of queer stories, but it's not really about queerness. It's about the themes that are important to us as human beings, about being human. And I think, like, with queerness, again, just generally, we have mm -hmm. a very, like, warped thinking around sex. Um, I hope that's changing a lot now. <laughs> Back then when we were growing up, people were like, I don't have sex, but now everybody's out with their penises on, on Twitter. Yes. But... <laughs> Irene Zephyr Kandu is one of the most powerful Nigerian voices that I believe that if Achebe was alive and saw this and read it, he would give the same comments he gave about Chima Amanda when she started her career, that she came almost fully made. The level of skill the level of depth, the level of empathy, which is what marks true storyteller as far as I'm concerned, the level of insights, the exquisite beauty of the writing in this book blew me away. I remember like the first draft of that story, I had sent it to a friend of mine, Bolan Hall, mm. and he was like, when he sent his feedback, he was like, Arinzi, I was going to say Nigerians are going to crucify you, but then I remember you're an Igbo boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember after reading the first story, I was just listless, alarmed in the, in the best way. The book just punched me with its truth. And I finished the first story, which I want to talk about. And I was just breathless. <sighs> I'm very dramatic, but this is, this is the real thing I did. Yeah. <sighs> it was too much. Like, so, you know, I want to talk about that first story. It's a universal story. It's a universal book, but also an intensely... Nigerian book. There are people who needed to get like new information. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like these people are not necessarily bad people, mm. but they have been told a lot of rubbish mm. in churches, mm. and they are holding up to that rubbish. They're and and they're like, no, we're not going to even listen to this new information. Yes. And so that for me was really a source of like sadness. And I think like instead of writing these stories, it was like a way of sort of like pushing dealing with those complex sense. emotions. Yeah. This book really just goes deep into what makes us good and kind, and complicated, and fucked up, and messy, and beautiful. Welcome to today's book club. Come for me. <laughs> I was well, not joking with a friend of mine on the show, so he said, you know, interestingly enough, Twitter is not a safe space for homophobia in Nigeria. You know? <laughs> but I thought to myself, in a corollary, yeah. what of that young person? Yeah. In just in Sokoto, in Dutse, yeah. in, you know, Iseluku, you know, somewhere, who 
who doesn't have anything, doesn't even, has never heard a message, a book, an author, a model, nothing, who just yeah. thinks that he or she or they or, are just condemned to first hellfire, ultimately, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just fire here. And the tremendous sadness that that puts in my spirit. I don't know that anybody... And one of the things that, that this, because our world is like that, which is, yeah. there's no external influence. This person, you know, people say, where did you learn to be gay? Where did they learn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to somebody, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this world has comp- no, no, no foreign influences in his life. Yeah. No movies, no books, no ATC, no ATC. The intense loneliness of that experience must be crushing. Yeah, it's like... And again, I remember, like, when... Because throughout my secondary school days, I didn't have a phone, right? Mm. And... And so, like, even though I was quite stubborn in the sense that, like, um, I was I was this feminine boy who my classmates were like, ah, something you like gay now, this one, those kind of things. And I was like, now you go tell me what I go do, that kind of thing. <laughs> but then, I, and, you know, I was writing my love letters and whatever. And, yeah. But I was still praying to God to change me. And then I had some friends, you know, who could talk things over. Mm. But still, there was this kind of loneliness because we we're all, like, mm. teenagers who mm. also, like, didn't know what was happening, we would go to church, they would tell us one thing, we'll come to school, we had, they would tell us the same thing they've told us in church, but then we had our feelings, which we could not deny, and yeah. that came with enormous guilt. And so there was a loneliness to that. Yes. But then I got a phone, and then I began to go on Google, yeah. and I began to go on forums, and I began yeah. to read stories, and like people's, people's accounts of their experiences, and I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm actually not alone, there are people, and there's even a word. I, I didn't even know no, that there was a word. Yeah. yeah, like the first time I actually heard a word for it was a negative word, and it was my classmate being like, "Ah, homo," like, yes, yes. white yes. boy could do like all this kind of shit. Um, but then I, I get the phone, and then I, you know, there's this, there's a word, mm. and it's called gay, and like mm. it's like affirming, like, mm. and there are people like this, and you know, you talk about, and that, gradually I came out of that feeling of like isolation and loneliness, and like by the time I got to university, it already gave me a mindset of like. Possibility, yes, I guess. possibility. Yeah. Yes. Some days it's, it's an anxious reality, mm-hmm. but mostly it's I've I've just like I've just embodied it, right? Yeah. It's anxious because, for example, I moved to a new city here mm-hmm. in Nigeria, right. and and I was just like, I really I want to I want to make friends. I want to go out and meet people. I want to because mm-hmm. you know. It's a new city, you, you need friends. <laughs> you need friends. Um, and community is a constant theme of your life. Yeah. You talk about community a lot. And so but I'm like, ah, I don't have the energy. Okay, I go to the gym now and like, there are all these like friendly people. I'm like, hey, cool. And then the next day now, maybe I, I, I allow myself to become friendly with one. <laughs> next thing, they like, ah, so yeah, you move. You know what? I'm like, I don't have time for this. Energy. You know, and the time to sort of like maybe avail myself to someone and for them to sort of see me like over time. No, 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 no. Those were, those years are gone. Like mm. right now, mm. I have so many things bothering me. I need, mm. I need to know where, like, what I'm going to do with the next book, yes. where the money is going to come from. <laughs> you know, like, yes. So like, there's yes. like all these... Yeah, so like, I think that's the sense in which you know, I walk into the street and <clears throat> walk into a place and I don't feel like I can be my full... I'm already my full self. Yes. But like, in yeah. terms of like trying... Maybe I find some spark of connection between myself and someone else. And mm-hmm. that anxiety of like pursuing that connection yes. just because I don't know how that person is. Yes, it's, yeah. it's a reminder of that. Yes, yeah, a reminder of that. So yeah. I'm just like... I think it's sort of can, it sort of affects the kind of relationships I can have, like platonic or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. And that's sad, but I get that. Yeah. We need you to subscribe, yo! <laughs> and the reason is simple. The kinds of conversations, the kinds of worlds that we construct with our conversations 
on the today are driven by a vision of the kind of world I want to see. You know, you are the most important person in this entire ecosystem. You subscribing monthly. So do go ahead, subscribe. Ask somebody else to subscribe. Advise somebody else to subscribe. Refer to someone to subscribe. It matters, truly. Thank you as we continue to be human together.